And welcome back to the Livingston Parish News Weekly Show, a podcast brought to you by the Livingston Parish News. This is from the Cheap Seats. It's where I sit down with this gentleman and we talk about what's going on in Livingston Parish athletics. So I'm going to let him introduce himself here real quick. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. This is Rob DeArmond, sports editor with the Livingston Parish News. And who boy, do we have a lot to talk about yep. today. So mm-hmm. we are going to move at a specific tilt. Uh, first and foremost, I always talk about it as we have the season crossover. Yeah, we're done with that season sports. No, we're not. Uh, so we're going to start off with some winter sports. Uh, not really a wrap just yet, just letting you all know uh, that both state powerlifting and bowling are coming up, correct? Yeah, uh, powerlifting will be starting, I believe, on Wednesday, uh, and bowling will, it gets underway today. Um, if I'm looking at this correctly, we've got the uh, – uh, Denham Springs boys and girls in the bowling and uh, Albany's girls. Uh, if I'm looking at the bracket correctly, Albany and Denham could meet in the next round and face each other later this week. Ooh, a little bit of intra-parish. Could, could be interesting. Rivalry on, yeah. the, on the bowling lane. So that'll be interesting to see. And then, of course, uh, we are recording this on Monday. So that bowling would be starting today, uh, March 20th. And then uh, Wednesday, March 22nd would be powerlifting. Uh, now, let's... Oh. Before that, all-star basketball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, had uh, three players from Livingston Parish playing in the in the all-star games over the weekend. That was at uh, that was in Pineville at uh, Louisiana Christian University. Uh, for the boys, uh, Jake Forrest from Holden uh, was on the E squad. He scored nine points. Uh, the West wins that game, one hundred two to eighty-eight. And for the girls, Walker had. Uh, uh, Caitlin Travis scored six points, and Lee Scott had four. The West wins that game, eighty-eight to sixty-three. Um, anytime you can get a chance to play in those All-Star games, it's always an honor. Uh, it's nominated by coaches, so they they see what's going on, and and the players get rewarded for their their work during the season. So, congratulations uh, to those uh, student athletes. I have to remember to say that uh, for you know getting to go out there and, and continue to compete. You know, and, and as you said, get rewarded uh, for their in-season performances. Now, before we continue with spring sports, we're going to jump all the way back to the fall. Uh, Denham Springs football made a, I guess, it, kind of a crazy sort of well into the off-season splash hire. Uh, and I'm going to let you take it. From it, it was one of those deals where uh, it, this was Thursday, and you, you kind of, I think I'd posted something, get on Facebook, and I, you know, see this. Welcome, uh, welcome, new offensive coordinator Kyle Kasky uh, to to Denham Springs High. Uh, so I immediately texted Coach Beard, uh, Brett Beard, and he. It was funny because he came right back. He goes, "I was literally just texting you this information uh, to get in touch with Coach Kasky. Uh He's uh, got some NFL coaching experience. Coach with the Jaguars, Lions, and Bengals. Uh, and it's one of those things where uh, you know, anytime you talk to Coach Beard, he's always looking to get. Uh, good coaches into the fold and not only, you know, get them to the staff, but they kind of uh, learn from each other. And I think that's the situation that they're in with Coach Kasky as well. They both kind of want to take the situation and both kind of learn from it. Uh, This past year, Coach Kasky had taken the year off, did some some work with some other teams, uh, high school teams, uh, but this is his chance to kind of get back into it. Uh, he got to Baton Rouge. He was hired when uh, when Ed Ogeron was coach at LSU. So he was hired on the coach Ogeron staff. Uh, he said his wife was uh, expecting at the time. He got a job with Jacksonville Jaguars on the Urban Meyer staff, and they didn't want to leave with her expecting. They didn't want to leave uh, and go to Florida, maybe change doctors, things like that. So they, they wound up staying in Baton Rouge. 
So he's here. Uh, you know, I, I, I asked him about, uh, you know, maybe some terminology and things like that. Uh, does it get complicated? And that, you know, he's, he said, I don't want to get it to, you know, overcomplicated. He said, we're not talking about having, you know, he said, I'm not expecting a, a Joe Burrow or Jamar Chase to be out there. We're talking about high school kids. So we want to keep it as simple as possible and, and get them to learn these concepts. And, uh, you know, he's had a chance to kind of see what's going on. And at the same time, he's realizing that, uh, you know, Denham lost a, a really big senior class. So they're not, uh, you know, but they want to get in that he's supposed to meet with them this week and start installing what they want to do uh, offensively there. So gonna big be, hire, big hire for them. Big hire, going to be interesting to see how a lot of that translates, of course, because, you know, you see these pro playbooks and, you know, they change almost weekly and they're, you know, I'm holding my hands up. It, it you know, it looks like the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Right. Exactly. He, he, he was basically, you know, I asked him kind of about that and he's like, we, we, we want to do what we do well, you know, not do a bunch of stuff just to do a bunch of stuff. We want to do what we do and do it well. Uh, so it sounds like just concentrating on certain aspects, getting those down and then maybe expanding on what they, what they want to do from there. So uh, good luck. Uh, to the Yellow Jackets, and uh, as we said, a kind of a, a crazy sort of in the mid middle of the offseason, uh, splashy hire. So going to be interesting to see how they progress uh, heading up to the spring games, which, of course, will be in May. Finally, we can talk about spring sports. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. So, so uh, you know, one thing that we did discuss uh, as we were kind of uh, uh, preparing for the show uh, it looks like the uh, Live Oak ladies, after that tough loss to Walker uh, last week, uh, have come out screaming. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just, uh, just this is just a a, a tidbit here. Uh, Casey Bennett from from Live Oak hit her 14th home run of the season over the weekend. Uh, that establishes a record in a season for home runs for at Live Oak. Uh, in that same game, which was an 11-0 win over Acadiana, AK Phillips threw a no hitter. So that just kind of Gives you an idea of of that uh, they're back on track. I sh I should say, and and uh, that's not uh, taking anything away from that that loss to Walker. Really good game, but you guys know, uh, you know, and talking to both both of the coaches, those players know each other. They've grown up with each other. They played with and against each other on on summer ball uh, teams and things like that. And they're always competitive. It just seems like uh, it kind of brings out the best in in uh, you know a parish rivalry. The things that, that you see, and, and you know, if you've been around. You know exactly what I'm talking about when you go see it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fierce. Fierce competition. For sure. So uh, let's hit it with sort of a little score roundup before we talk about a uh, little bit of feel-good news down in Moripaw and uh, to a certain extent Holden as well. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I don't know if we want to hit on uh, this uh, the game that we went to uh, Wednesday night. Uh, it was Albany French Settlement, two really good teams, another parish uh Deal going on, and uh, it, French Settlement takes a 2-0 lead in the first inning. Uh, Albany comes back, gets two to tie it up, uh, and then they finally eventually went up winning it 3-2 in eight innings. Uh, Emma Rogers gets a hit to knock in Riley Ford. Uh, another another great game where you just, uh, you're kind of sitting there. Albany had loaded the bases, I think, three times and was unable to score uh, until that inning where they tie it up. So uh, you're, you're getting that... Uh, you know, it, it was a playoff feel to to, to the game, uh, and it's something that I, I think when I talk to both coaches, is something that they want to play in those types of games to get them ready for what's ahead in the in the postseason. Because uh, to be honest, uh, they probably will both be there. Sure. When the brackets come out, so 
Um, but yeah, getting back to Marpa, uh, the lights are on. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, and Holden as well. Uh, David went out a couple weeks ago when they cranked up the lights in, in Holden, uh, and Marpa did the same thing last Monday. Uh, just one of those things where I was talking to Coach Gregoire, Anthony Gregoire, the baseball coach over at Marpa. Uh, he said they wanted to kind of time it up. They both had played, uh, both teams have played uh, games under the lights, but they wanted to time it up to where it would kind of be, uh, you know, the girls playing on one field, boys playing on the other, and they were able to do that. Um, it, it was a, a pretty cool deal because, you know, uh, Coach Greg has been there a long time, and I think it's, uh, we're coming up on, if I remember correctly, it's close to two years when they first said that they were going to bring lights, and he kept saying, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, and so he was, it, it was kind of one of those deals where, I think he and uh, Joe Murphy kind of hit the switch and turned them on, and I was like, man, they're here, you know. You're seeing it. They're all here, and it's turned into one of those deals where uh, he was telling me, you know, that the first practice under lights, you know, his wife called him, and she's like, hey, where where are you? And he's like, well, I'm at practice. And she's like, no, you don't. You don't have lights. And he's like, yeah, we, we do now. We, we have them, you know. So it's turned into one of those deals where – you know, he said, my wife's even got to get used to it. Um, the, the One of the main impetuses behind it is trying to get more people out to the park. You can start later. People can get off work and maybe come to the park. And, you know, like you said, you, you want to put a good product on the field. But the other part is you have to raise that money to keep that, that program going. So the hope is that that will help, you know, increase the, the gates. And it, it's also, he said, it's kept the, the kids at the, the park longer. So, you know, they're. They're being able to, to feed them and before games that the parents are coming in and, and making sure they're fed before games and things like that. Um, it's just one of those deals. And, uh, you know, Coach Gabby Phelps, when I talked to her about getting the softball lights, they actually got to use theirs really early. I think they went to a 10-inning game uh, very early on, so got to got to get under the lights and, and work in a game situation under that. But it was, you know, one of those things where – as soon as we, she said, as soon as we got the okay to turn them on, it was like, okay, let's do it. Let's go, let's go, uh, I guess, play with a new toy, you know? Right. Let's see how this feels. So, well, uh, thank you, sir. Sure. Uh, appreciate all the updates. We had a lot of sort of non-action stories today, uh, but uh, I think you mentioned that the girls went 10 innings under their new lights. Correct? I think, yeah, if I, if I remember correctly, that was a couple of weeks ago and you know, you don't really think about it and then you go, Oh wait, they're, yeah, they got lights out there. They can do that now. So, right. But uh, you know, I, I think we said before we went on the air, he thought, you know, talking to coach Greg, while the funny thing was, he goes, this was the first time we could get them both playing at the same time. And here we are. And you know, at, at four thirty-five o'clock, it's bright and clear. And so we turned the lights on, but we really don't need them right now. Right. So, but they're there. They have them there. The option is there to play later. So. And they do work. Yes. Yes. Work well, too. Oh, there you go. Well, go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Hey, this is Rob DeArmond, sports editor with the Livingston Parish News. And my name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys out there for joining us for the Livingston Parish News Weekly Show. Please remember the news is on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. We are once a week in print on Thursdays at $7 a month to get that in your mailbox. We're also online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. One last time, we appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you next time.